Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential at Earsports.com, a CBS Sports podcast. I am Mike Casaza here with a impromptu episode on a Monday afternoon in Morgantown, West Virginia with Chris Anderson. Chris, um, we've talked a lot about basketball this offseason. West Virginia has been in the headlines. It's prompted rapid reaction podcast, but for reasons unlike the one we're about to be delving into today, Bob Huggins appears on a Cincinnati news talk show earlier this morning as a guest of one of the hosts and not once but twice uses a homophobic slur. It's around on the internet for a while before the audio comes out and it is not long before the audio is out. It grows. A lot of people start weighing in with suggestions, predictions, things that are unhealthy for pretty much anybody involved in this situation. Uh, Bob Huggins releases an apology. The university releases a statement saying that the matter is under review. Um, We are probably somewhere between the starting line and the finish line here. It started. It's not finished. This comes out of nowhere, I think, because you just don't expect things like this from someone who has done media as long as Bob Huggins has, who's had a microphone in front of his face how many times? Um, But also, nowadays, sometimes you just never know who might slip up, who might say something. Uh, Sometimes words get twisted. This is not really that, I don't think. And here we are with, with a really unexpected controversy with a Hall of Fame basketball coach who is in a little bit of hot water right now. I think that seems pretty certain. I think that's a fair statement, and I think the the, the statement, um, speaking of, that Bob Huggins made indicates that he knows it too. You know, this isn't one of those instances where something happens or something is said, and the um, uh, the, the person or persons that have done the wrongdoing don't seem to understand what's happening or why everyone's upset. Bob Huggins seems to grasp the reality of this, the the enormity of this and what this could um, could mean for him, for WVU and everything moving forward. Because he he did um, again, I don't want to I don't want to start things right off just defending him. Uh, it's not what this is, but I, I am trying to say that so often you hear people come out with their statements or react to what they have done. They get defensive. They deny. They lie. Um, he took it head on, admitted that what he said was, uh, you know, an embarrassment, as he put it. He called the statement uh, or the use of the term abhorrent um, and, and says he is going to accept any and all 
um, punishment for what he said and did. And I think that's a good first step for him. And quite honestly, the second and third and however many steps there needs to be after that, not up to me, but I think that's going to be an interesting conversation moving forward. I'm glad you brought up the context of his statement, the the strength of it, the language, the adjectives, the words that were in there, I think are important, powerful, you might say, but it's certainly important because it's contrite. It was probably largely his doing, I think. And though it was not on camera, it's it's on a screen. It was emailed. It was tweeted. Uh, it's on Facebook. It's there right now. That's part of your living record. So that's going to be there. And those words do matter at a time when, as he's well aware right now, words matter. So to be careful with a statement and to be thorough with the statement after maybe you were not careful and maybe you were not as thorough as you should have been earlier in the day, that that is important too. But I will also ask you, Chris, to remember during the basketball season when we have Bob Huggins give a statement after Larry Harrison was fired. I would say that was half-hearted, if you remember that correctly, right? He was not interested in getting into it. That was a very confusing situation where he said he wasn't involved in it, in the in the firing of the assistant coach. He was. Um, and that was a, just an odd, an odd moment there where it wasn't very clear. And he did not seem willingly participating in offering clarity there. Very different here. And necessity here, because this is this is different. Um this is there are stakes attached to this right now too. Let's get into the beginning of this the and how this happened because I think this is an important distinction to make too. There there are conversations that people will have, and there are words and phrases and language that people will use in private amongst friends at a bar, at a restaurant, at a pickup basketball game in the gym, whatever. You're private, and with that you get some protection. I think some people will allow. It's different when you're a public figure and you're on the radio, but there is also kind of a blurring in the lines here where people have said, did he know he was on the radio? Did he think he was just talking to his friends? It's pretty clear that the host says you're on the air right now, too. And I would also assume that this was set up previously. A producer from the radio station called and said, Bob, we're going to have. Uh, Bill and Steve, when we get back from commercial, it'll be about 60 seconds. Chris, you've done these radio things before. It's pretty standard. Um, it would surprise me if he did not know he was on the air. And I think that would have been a pretty good defense to include if that were the case. Um, and if it's not, and he's saying, you know what, whether I was on the air or not, shouldn't have said it. If he doesn't want to allow himself that escape, okay, that's fine. That's probably noble too. But this one just seems to me like one, he knew where he was. He knew who was on the air. And he said it twice, too. So that's one. Number two is that, like, you know, you shouldn't be penalized for joking. And I think that in, in stand-up comedy and, and in writing for the screen, things like that, yeah, maybe sometimes jokes can be taken too far. Maybe some people can go too far with how much they hurt and how much they matter. That's a whole other conversation when it comes to society and culture. But... I'm not sure this was a joke, though. This was just a selection of a word that hurts a lot of people, I think, and that a lot of people would just rather not hear in this situation because of outcomes like this, too. So I think that's important to set as a baseline here. And then you kind of go from there as to this is what happened. This is what did not happen. And now you kind of get into the fact of you have to unwind this thing and figure out where you go now. 
what is the next step? It's being investigated. We can talk about that for a second if you like, but also to what end? And that's where this really takes off. And that's, Chris, where I don't know where and how this ends. And I'm with you. And honestly, I have questions about where and how and who has started it because moments after we received the statement from Bob Huggins on his comment um, that we already referenced before, uh, West Virginia released a statement or more precisely WVU athletics. And I've, I've been slowly going back through some statements that have been released over the years. And I'm trying to find an instance where a statement was released that was not attributed to head coach Neil Brown, head coach Bob Huggins, athletic director Ren Baker, university president Gordon Gee. I it it just doesn't I'm I'm as of now have not come across one of those instances except for this one. This is a statement from WVU Athletics with no name on it. And I'm not saying it needs to be, I don't know, this isn't some grand conspiracy or anything like that. I'm just curious as to why that's not attributed to somebody who's saying that, who's starting this investigation. Presumably it's Ren Baker. I mean, he that is his job as head of athletic department. Um, there are others that are, I guess it's not called the C-suite, but that are in on that board or in that management situation similar to Baker that will be handling these type of HR situations, but there was that statement made by the university. It said everything is under review right now and they don't condone that, but I don't know who actually said that. Yeah. So a couple points here. Again, glad you raised these because I, I had forgotten them, but I also think that they matter again, a whole lot of things spinning through our heads right now too. So it's good to lasso some, bring them back toward you. One, I noted right away that it was notable to me that the initial statement for Bob Huggins was on the university uh, basketball account. Uh, it's since on the Bob Huggins account, the athletic department account, so on and so forth. But if you remember, and I, I really want to be careful about making parallels here, but when Vic Koning had his situation, he kind of went rogue and did his own statement on his own account. And the university is like, what the heck? Because they had not seen that coming. So the fact that this did not come from a Bob Huggins account or that he did not call a radio station or reporters, or whatever, but instead appeared to do the proper channels here and just said, Hey, this is my statement. Let's go. And it went on the team account. I think that's, that's one, that's one point I wanted to make too. I don't want to confuse people by saying that, uh Oh, it's not the Bob Huggins account. That must mean they don't, you know, Bob Huggins is not in control of this Twitter account right now. No, no, no quite the opposite. I think it's probably more promising that way. Number one, uh, number two, investigation. Hmm. Chris, why do we have investigations if you're not looking to get to the bottom of something here? So what do we think is investigated or is the purpose of an investigation right now? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? 
And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I think it's for you to send in 5,600 FOIA requests and get denied so we can get into all that again. It's a low blow. <laughs> trying to is it, trying to lighten the mood just a little bit. But oh, yeah, oh. I mean, I, think, I, I don't know what... There is, you know, the situation I'm referring to obviously was with, with gunning, but that needed investigating, that needed witnesses, that needed people to discuss what happened, how it happened, who said what, who meant what, did you hear that, can you confirm that, can you corroborate that? That's an investigation. What do we need investigated here? It's on the audio. Bob Huggins has admitted, I, I take it, I, I'm inferring from his statement, he is admitting that he said it. And nothing was taken out of context. So I'm not sure what needs to be investigated necessarily as far as this incident is concerned. I think it's more of a discussion about what's going to happen next. So a couple of my ideas. One, one would be looking into how the heck did he get on the radio? And that's important for a couple of reasons. One, contractually, if you're interested in these things, there's language in coaching contracts about being allowed to do interviews and appearances and events like this. And frequently the contracts insist that you have to have permission and you might end up saying yes to a friend of yours. Who's a producer for a radio show. And all of a sudden you're on the air with some well-known agitator. You're doing a, a sit down on YouTube with somebody who's way out there and you didn't know it, but you said yes. And you didn't have the university's approval. Now everybody looks bad. Not saying that's what happened here, but that's why like clauses like that exist in contracts. Universities want to have some control over the representatives of their sports programs too, and they want to make sure that you end up in the right spots and you're doing university missions for for you know representing the program or, or your your athletic department or the university, whatever. Sometimes there's a cause to pitch, like uh, I don't know, fundraising goals, whatever. You maybe you're playing a game in a in a in a neutral court and you're trying to whip up some excitement for the fan base in that neutral city. But if you're going to be on the radio station in, you know, Birmingham, Alabama, well, if the Birmingham, Alabama radio station is going to call you, they probably are going to go to the university first. And then the university says, Hey, this is a good one. Hugs. You can do this. This is a good one. Eric Stevens. And you can do this. So typically those channels exist. So how did Huggins end up on the radio station here? Was it a friend of his from years and years ago? That's one thing. But if it just was a friend calling a friend and saying, can you come on my show? Well, the university can frown upon stuff like that. So I'm not saying that becomes like a termination point in the contract, although sometimes those things can happen. Uh, but also speaking of contracts too, you know, if they find out that he was told not to go on this show, for example, and he still did, or he'd been previously told not to go on the show and he did just, just things like that. That's why you have an investigation. Is there some history here? Is there some explanation as to why, you know, the university might 
have an issue with this apart from the language I was used. So you don't know what you don't know right now until you get under the hood and look at it. So I think it might be minor things like that. But then you also just get facts and you can answer questions for now and in the future, too, about one episode that may be a lot like another one. Now, will they go out and get a, a, an independent law firm to do this like they did for Vic Koenig? Probably not, although maybe. I don't know what Rem Baker's MO is. Maybe Rem Baker does it himself. He seems like a pretty empowered individual. So, hey, perhaps he gets the magnifying glass and he does the Sherlock Holmes thing and we're done with this in four days. I don't know. But they're looking into it for some reason. And it may just be to have a full and thorough explanation for whatever they choose to do next, which leads to this, Chris. There's extreme and maybe not so extreme outcomes here. Some people say he's done. He could be terminated. Some say he could be suspended. Some say he could be fined. I I will submit no guess on an outcome. Um, At the moment, I have none. I haven't talked to enough people to say, think about this or don't think about this. But I think those are pretty common reaches for people who are listening to this right now. Hey, could he get fired? Could he get suspended? Could he be fine? Could he donate to an LGBTQ plus clause? Maybe we'll see. Um, I hope people are okay. I just don't have an explanation for, for what I expect out of this one here. I think basically anything from it's already over to, well, maybe not it's already over, but some kind of other stern statement all the way to termination. If, Anybody who tried to make one of those arguments or, or, or why, not even why, but just said this is what happened or is going to happen, I'm not sure any of it would surprise me at this point. The one, the one thing I'm going to say about a potential outcome is I think there is a wrong answer. And the wrong answer is, hey, we're going to suspend Bob Huggins for four games. Because... All you're going to do with that is you're going to cause an issue right now. And then you're going to cause an issue. You know, people are going to forget about this. They will. Like, I, I know people that you, you did make a good point that this is going to stick with him uh, with Huggins moving forward because the audio is there. It's, it's not going to go away. But for the most part, people are going to move on from this, just like they move on from a lot of things that people say. Um and with that, if you move on from it and then you just bring it back up in October, November, and he's missing those first few games, and then that is going to be the discussion every single game that he sits out right there. And I think there's a more productive way of handling this, not just with how you handle your coach, but to raise awareness about what was said and better ways to handle that and, and to treat other people. Yeah, um, that's that's a good point. And- to punish players in non-conference play for games, you're probably going to win or to send the team. I forget the, the term that they're playing in this year in the non-conference, but like to send the team out there without a coach, because all right, this isn't a buy-in game that you're going to win no matter what Huggins, you can sit this one out. Let's make it, you know, a little bit more toothy of a punishment by not letting you go to that non-conference tournament. Well, that doesn't help the players who didn't do anything here too. Why should they pay for what their coach said in the radio station? I just, I just don't think that's equitable. And then again, you're right. Why bring it up months from now when you're trying to move on and trying to get everybody past us? And between now and then, Huggins could do wonderful things to raise awareness and support for people that he says he hurt and offended today, too. When again, that's not fair to to him and to the work he's done in between now and then, I would think. So that that's a tough one for me. Termination, I just have a hard time believing that's going to happen. Chris, you and I talked about this before going on about like, you know, there are some people who you're just not going to win that battle with. You're not going to, you can't do it. You won't do it. And Huggins probably 
qualifies as one of them. Like if they if they were to fire him, I think that there would be significant damage for the program that I would incur because of that. And the other part of that is that while he is such a big figure and things could crater without him because of his profile and, and his meaning to this institution that he's he's really built up and supported here in his time. Um, yeah, he's that type of a figure. But on the other hand, figures like that should know better and should do better and should be held to higher standards, which may, in the estimation of some, include termination. I do not know how this is going to go here at the moment. We'll learn more soon, I'm sure. The other one that's interesting to me would be something charitable. Um, could that be, you know, matching the donation for the Norma Ray Huggins charity exhibition to go to a light cause that would, you know, kind of put to ease, I guess, whatever tensions may have arisen here or probably surely did arise here today with the language I've used. That's an interesting thing, but these are all, these are all just darts that I'm throwing at a board right now. Um, then people are probably thankful that that's the only <laughs> the only contribution I can make to that is conversation only. But it, it just strikes me that we're having these conversations when you're thinking about, okay, how is this career going to end in X number of years? Will he have more wins, conference titles, Final Four? And, and sometimes this comes up so fast and you don't see it coming, which then leads me to this, Chris. We do not know what Rem Baker thinks of the future with Bob Huggins. And I'm not saying that this makes him, this gives him leverage for negotiations, but this is certainly something that he would think about before committing more years and more off seasons to Bob Huggins. I don't, I don't know that I consider that before, but I don't also, also don't know how that's not part of the conversation, the thinking right now too. You know, what just hit me, Mike, it, it involves Rem Baker. It involves Bob Huggins. It is happening the very moment that we are recording this. The WVU coaches caravan tonight in Wheeling. It's a uh, it's one lighter tonight, Chris. I've been told that Bob Huggins will not be appearing at that one. Okay, well we got three smart four days in a row coming up back to back to back. Uh, yeah, because it's it's all this week. I'm curious if uh, he'll be at any. I mean, his his face is on on the uh you know promo material and ren baker is there tonight in wheeling um so interested to see he was it, it, for the record going back to my comment about it, I, I wonder why no, there was no name on that i believe ren baker was actively involved in the coach's caravan the moment that they were sending out that statement mm-hmm. so that could be would ex- easily explain why his name might not have been on it might not have been his statement and his statement is forthcoming, but yeah, interesting couple of days coming up because you know they're they're going to be around each other, they're going to be talking, and and they have these events coming up, and I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, two things I want I want to clear up just for purposes of of fairness and accuracy here too. Um, it's interesting to me now that the hugging statement and the WBU athletic statements are linked together. Both statements, one page, so that's. That's not separate things. It's not like one said, wait a minute, he has a statement out. We should have another. They're all together now, too. And we've been saying investigation. They're going to say review. Um, if you are if you think one word is more active or more efficient than the other, my bad. Uh, I, I just chose a synonym, but they're saying it's under review. It's being reviewed. Why would it be reviewed? Why would it be investigated? Those words to me, and I think probably you, Chris, were interchangeable, but probably should be careful with our words if we're talking about word choice today, too. Uh, finally, Chris, any closing thoughts for you about just this um, as I wave my arms? 
around my laptop right now. Be careful who you talk to on the phone, I guess. I, I don't I don't know. You gotta be I, I think some of the because I'll be honest, when I saw the tweet, you know, somebody sent me that tweet from whoever it was that was talking about it and first started promoting it before the audio even got out there. I mean, obviously the audio was live on the radio, but before the recorded version got out there for circulation, I didn't even know who this guy was. I didn't know what they were talking about. And and they were openly promoting like the downfall of Bob Huggins from the comments that they made on the radio show with them. And it's, it's, it's just a strange situation on that, on that side of things too. I think it's what gets me as I'm kind of bummed out for Bob Huggins. Um, disappointed that that's, that's kind of the language that can be used, but also that, you know, he has to not, not that he has to apologize, but like that, that he did something that forced him to go through that. That's, that's disappointing me because I, I think that he holds himself certainly to a higher standard. I think a lot of people do too. And the bummer also associated with this, and I'm sure it's things for him is that like this, this, this stimulates and stokes stereotypes. It just does about people in a state that I think that he really does seek to protect. And when you have someone who's as big of a figure as he is here, uh, I think people will generalize thoughts and opinions based on the actions of one person who represents so many people. And that probably really hurts him. I think when he says that, you know, he understands words have actions and he tells people that all the time, that really does ring true to him too. So um, you, you can feel a lot of emotions on things right now and that's fine. But the one I just go is, that hits me is like, man, what a bummer for him. Like this is, this is a tough thing for him to be going through. I'm sure. And um, it, it's like, as you said, it, it's not over and it might be some time before it is. And we do not know how it ends. We will try to figure it out. We'll be here to answer and explain as best as we can and share information as we find out more. Um, maybe next time, Chris on better terms, but until then I'm Mike Casaza and I'm Chris Anderson. We will talk to you then. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.